0: Hello, and welcome to the fifth-ever episode of Tea Time with Tori. Before we get started, I would like to take a moment and say thank you so, so sincerely for the really positive feedback that I got back on our last episode, which was talking about what we can control in light of COVID-19. Admittedly, I was sort of nervous about creating that episode, what with, you know, all of the different takes on what's going on. But to hear that I was able to help some people in their coping through this time, and giving them ideas on how to stay creative, um, how to find joy, connect, um, be kind to ourselves, you know, that truly means the world. So thank you so much for that feedback. Also, in this episode, um, before we get started, I would like to say that I'm trying something a little different. I got some advice along the way from a couple people to include more music besides just the beautiful intro and outro by Adam Doughton, so I'm going to be using some music that I found, and let me know what you think. And then finally, um, before we kind of get into the episode, I had my dear friend Kim talk about how maybe it would be a good idea to, at the top of my episodes, reflect on how I've been taking my own advice. So in our last episode, as I had mentioned, it was about what we can control in light of COVID-19. And there were three kind of pointers that I'd put out, which were, again, be kind to yourself, connect, and find joy. So if it's all right by you, I'll take a quick minute and I'll sum up how I've been doing that and you know how I've been working through it. So being kind to myself, okay. One thing that I've really tried to work on lately is not equating my worth with my productivity, I feel like in this time, it's been a lesson in realizing that this is a traumatic event. This is a huge lifestyle change and it's very sudden and very impactful. And it's okay if some mornings I don't feel like doing 10 different projects or, you know, doing arts and crafts or whatever it may be. It's okay some days to just give myself the space to breathe, to listen to music, to just make myself a cup of tea and relax. And that doesn't lessen my worth or define who I am in any way. It's just me working through and processing. So that's how I'm being kinder to myself. Um, Connecting. I have been doing so many uh, Zoom calls, FaceTime. I've been doing a lot of texting. Just everything you can think of. Instagram, Facebook. Trying to connect with people because I think it's so important to maintain those connections and to really, you know, continue to build strong relationships in spite of what's going on. So... I've been doing um, kind of a challenge for myself. Every single day, reach out to at least one person. And you know, that might sound simple, but on bad days or hard days where things are kind of running through my mind, sometimes it's hard to get myself to do that. But you know, it's been really wonderful to be able to stay in contact with people. I'm very, very grateful for that. And then find joy. So I've been really getting into taking long walks lately. Um, For those of you who know me very well, you know how much I love being in nature. I love the rain, I love, you know, going through gardens and forests, and I just, I love being in an outdoors environment, so I've been taking a lot of walks around my neighborhood and kind of soaking in, you know, the area around me and soaking in nature, and I've also gotten into painting lately. Um, It's something that I started a little bit when I was back on campus, and I don't know, it just kind of sparked something in me, so I've been doing a lot of uh, painting with acrylics. So that's how I've been finding joy. Alright, so, with that all having been said, let's grab ourselves a cup of tea, take a deep breath, and dive into today's topic, creating a loving relationship with your body. Now, you obviously realize that I am by no means a health expert. I am by no means a dietitian, any of those things. But by the same token, I really wanted to do this episode because I know a lot of people are struggling in this time um, in isolation, and just in general, it's a struggle for a lot of people in kind of finding out how to have a healthy relationship to their bodies. And over the past four years or so, I've been on this sort of profound journey with my own body. And I've been able to transform my relationship to my body from a very negative one to a more positive and loving and healthy one. So when I say that my relationship to my body used to be very negative, um, around my sophomore year of high school, you know, this very sort of negative relationship with my body began in response to grief that I was holding on to. I've mentioned in past episodes my father passed away when I was 12 and it was very sudden and it was a very traumatic event and you know usually when there's a traumatic event people will try to react in different ways to gain control or regain control and in my mind my defense mechanism and my way of getting control was taking control over my body so I started to restrict my calorie intake to you know a ridiculously low number like a thousand 1,100, 1,200 calories a day. Um, And how would I do that? I would keep a journal of everything that I ate. I was counting calories. When I tell you that I could memorize the calories in like everything that I looked at on a menu, I knew, you know, if there was a sandwich, I knew how much the mayo was and the cheese and the bread and everything on it, I knew. Um, I memorized the numbers. I would constantly weigh myself. And very quickly, you know, from sophomore to junior year of high school, I lost 20-25 pounds. And I would force myself to work out after I'd done homework late at night. It got to a point, ironically, where I wanted control in my life, but, you know, ironically, these habits started to control me. So, it got to a point, needless to say, you know, people in my life started to take a bit of notice of that, and I started to realize how unhealthy it was and how toxic it was, because I realized that, you know, no matter how much weight I was losing, and no matter, you know, how much I was restricting my intake or forcing myself to work out, I wasn't loving myself anymore, I didn't really feel any better, if anything, I felt the exact same, you know, and I kind of had to take a step back and say, why am I doing this? I'm trying to gain control, but again, it's controlling me, and I want to heal. So, you know, both through, I went to therapy, I'll talk about that once, I'll talk about it a hundred times, how wonderful that is, and I do recommend therapy to anyone interested in it, and to be perfectly honest, I think every single person could benefit from some form of therapy. Point blank, and that is my opinion, but... You know, alongside working with a therapist, I decided to go out on my own and kind of do research and I followed a lot of body positive accounts, did a lot of looking online, read some books, and tried to heal myself and kind of reinterpret how I see my body and change that relationship because I wanted to because I realized how bad it had gotten. And if you're listening to this podcast, you potentially might be in the same boat. And if you are, I'm here with you and I want to talk through three things that really helped me transform my relationship to my body, where now, you know, a couple years later at 19, I really would say that I love my body. And that doesn't mean that every single day is perfect and that I don't have moments where my confidence is sort of in a flux, but it means that, you know, 90% of the time, nine days out of 10, I wake up in the morning and I feel really, really good about myself and the body that I'm in. So I'll go through those three things in this episode, talk through them a little bit, and hopefully that'll give you a starting point and some insights into how to create a loving relationship with your body. So the first big thing that helped me along my journey was recognizing the need to shift my goal from losing weight to health. So instead of focusing on a number on a scale, you know, an ideal body, the bikini body that all the fad diets and exercise regimens seem to advertise, I tried to focus more on how I felt and coming at it from a health perspective. Now, health doesn't know a size, a shape, or a weight, you know, and what I mean by that is in fad diet culture, workout culture, they try to tell you, if you lose 20 pounds, you'll be healthy. But you can lose 20 pounds by overworking yourself and restricting your calorie intake like I did, and that's not healthy. To give you an example, I'm, I gained back the weight and I'm you know, 20, if not 30 pounds, I probably put on more weight, to be honest with you. Yeah, I did. And I'm healthier in my habits now than I was then. And you know, the weight went up, but the health also went up. So that's what I mean by that health is about loving your body. Whereas before I would cause myself so much pain by restricting my food, forcing exercise, you know, etc. I was causing myself a lot of hurt as opposed to listening intuitively to my body's needs. And to me, that's what health is. Kind of going back to um, our first episode of this podcast, listening to your inner child. You know, as opposed to forcing yourself and kind of Point blank, ignoring your hunger, ignoring your pain, ignoring your body like I was for so long thinking that that was the right thing to do because I was focused on losing weight. I've recognized that to be really healthy, you need to listen. When you're hungry, eat. When you need to work out, then by all means work out. But when you're feeling overstrained, um, your muscles start to feel tired, you start to get, you know, just really exhausted and sweaty, stop. And don't force yourself to go further, that's health. Ask yourself questions, that's a big part of health. Am I hungry? Um, Am I full? Do I need to move, get fresh air? Just kind of checking in with yourself and having this sense of communication with your body. That's, to me, really been a key in transforming my relationship. And also, another thing about health and kind of coming at this from a health approach in my mind, health is balanced, whereas losing weight can sometimes not be. Because when I got into this obsessive cycle, kind of dealing with things like body dysmorphia and, you know, really toxic eating habits or disordered habits, um, you know, I started to see food as having a moral value. Like if I ate cake, I would come home and I would beat myself up for it and I would cry. And health. I like to use the car analogy. The healthier you become, you realize that yes, some foods are going to fuel you more. You know, like a salad might be 10 gallons of gas. It'll get you a little bit farther than that size of cake that's maybe two gallons of gas. But at the end of the day, they're both fuel and they don't have a moral implication. And that's what I mean by, you know, health is balanced. It doesn't doesn't see things in that same very strict black and white, you know, outline that I think you can fall into when you become obsessed over a number on a scale. Because again, like I said, I've put on 20 if not 30 pounds since then, and I am much healthier, you know, and the scale would make it look like the opposite is true. So ignore the scale again, focus on the health, not per se weight loss, because they're different conversations. Point number two. Loving your body is about seeing and embracing your body. And this took me a long time to come to terms with, but you know, when I was going through that time and dealing with um, some disordered habits and dysmorphia, again, also this is kind of a side point. A lot of people say, oh, I don't have um, bulimia, I don't have anorexia, so I don't need to heal my habits. You can still have disordered eating, exercise diet habits and not have a label for them and Need to heal and need to acknowledge them and that took me time to realize too So I'm gonna put that out there to you guys, you know, you're not less valid or less in need of this podcast or listening to this If you know, you don't identify What you're going through with a name. Does that make sense? I hope that does. Okay But when I was going through that for myself um, Going back to my second point I used to want to hide my body, I would wear very baggy clothes, I didn't want to look at myself in the mirror, you know, if I got out of the shower and I was naked, I didn't want to see myself. And I started to realize, how can I have a loving relationship with my body, when I don't want to see it, I don't want to look at it? You know, you think about if your body were a person, which it kind of is, because it's, you know, it's your body and that's a person, anyhow, um, you know. How would you have a loving relationship with a partner, a boyfriend, a girlfriend, if you said, I don't want to ever look at you or touch you? Like, what? (laughs) What? So, um, something that helped me was, you know, I started at first forcing myself to look at myself without clothes on, with, you know, my bra, with underwear, just look at myself and see my body and say, this is this is her, this is the vessel that I come in, and I'm going to start looking at it and start noticing things and slowly develop a loving relationship with what I see. And that's not easy and that does take time. But you know, my friends will kind of laugh because I started doing this thing a bit more in college where sometimes I'll just grab my stomach because I do have stomach rolls about, you know, I'll look right now, three or four of them, nice. and. You know, I'll feel them and I'll just hold them when I'm like sitting in my dorm, which sounds strange, but it's not. You know, it's just kind of acknowledging what's there and saying, this is part of me. This is part of my body. And the thing is, it's beautiful. You know, in the past year, I've started wearing crop tops because I got to a point where I'm like, I am so tired of hiding my stomach from myself. You know, if I really want to love and embrace my body, I should let myself see it. You know, when I'm walking... the street and I look in a window and I see that stomach and I say, wow, okay. It gets easier the more that you look at it and the more that you see it and the more that you embrace it and feel it and touch it. So again, loving your body is really a lot easier when you allow yourself to see, touch, embrace your body. And then finally my third point that's really helped me along this journey is to have an open dialogue talk to and thank your body. You know, our bodies do so much for us. You know, they keep us going, they move us from place to place, they house the greater being that is, you know, a person, a personality, a soul, whatever you want to call it or believe it to be. And yet, if you're anything like me, you have such a habit of yelling at your body and pointing out problem areas which I don't really believe in anymore because Why would you separate out tiny parts of the whole masterpiece that is you and your body? You know? So if you want to have a healthy relationship with your body, think of, again, if your body were a person. You wouldn't yell at it, you wouldn't bully it, you wouldn't say, that's ugly, that's terrible, look at that, I hate that. My challenge to you before our next episode is to... Look in the mirror, look at your body, and just say thank you. That's it, simple, straightforward, just say thank you. And feel how healing that is. And I've been kind of training myself to do that, say thank you, say, you know, if you feel really good about having that kind of dialogue and it doesn't freak you out at first, because it did for me, say, you know, you're beautiful. Even if you don't believe it at first, just say you're beautiful and try to make it a habit once you get going with it, of every day, looking in the mirror and saying, thank you, you're beautiful. You know, those are the three things that I think have really been transformative for me. And they're simple, but they're starting points and they really, you know, were kind of cores in helping me move forward. So again, uh, my three things to kind of help transform your relationship to your body. Number one, focus on health. Health is not a size, a shape, a number on the scale. It is not about moral values on your food or whether or not you exercise. It's about embracing balance and really listening intuitively, asking yourself questions. Am I hungry? Am I full? What do I need? Do I need fresh air? Do I need exercise? Focus on health. How do I feel as opposed to how do I look or how much do I weigh? Number two, see and feel your body. You know. Look at yourself in the mirror. Look in your, at yourself in the mirror naked. Um, take time to feel the parts of your body that you might, you know, not feel the most comfortable with. Take the time to acknowledge them, to feel them with your hands and just enjoy them and say, you know, this is beautiful and this is who I am. Just embrace yourself. See and feel your body. And the third, say thank you. Say thank you and you're beautiful. Have that kind of dialogue with yourself and with your body. It really is healing the more that you do it. So with that being said, that is the end of our fifth episode. Um, I wanted to say thank you so much for listening. And again, I am so open to your feedback and would love to hear your thoughts. Um, I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your day. Bye-bye.